What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast exclusively about Brenda Hampton's The Secret Life of the American Teenager. I'm your ubiquitous, opprobrious coquette, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, and I'll cry at your wedding. We are here, at long last, to discuss the first episode, just kidding, of a Secret Life of the American Teenager. Amy I was, Jurgen's I was trying, just got I was home trying from band to, camp. I was trying to do a thing with the fact that this episode is season five, episode 20, first and last, and I failed miserably. There was one, this was what they, this actually, uh, this was the unreleased pilot in case they didn't renew the show. They expected this to be the first and last episode. People were wondering, <laughs> you know, who is, why does Ben have an older sister who's actually younger than him in the, in the lore? Who, who is this, this Ricky Underwood fella? Well, let's take a step back to season one and find out how we got into this mess. What, where's John this week? Uh, this episode was written by Brenda Hampton and Elena Rada, directed by Gail Bradley. Uh, can we do it? I feel I feel like we've been skipping title watch a lot these days. What was the title? I I, I first I, and last. Uh yeah, we were just talking about that. So so does this show take away my own? All one of my brain cells are, uh... Is it is it referencing the fact that George is Kathleen's first husband and last husband well they're gonna take a celebratory honeymoon to africa after they get married so <laughs> oh, good just to really seal the deal i don't know um, i don't know what the title it's the first is. and last time we ever saw uh victoria bowman <laughs> maiden name <laughs> no she was last she was in last week's episode ah uh, you're right it's I the do, first time the we fir- saw first George, and last George full episode with her in it george parentheses mom um uh this, this episode is, what did you think of it <laughs> uh just a peek behind the curtain i had a, a little whoopsie do at work the other day hurt my fingers a little bit so i didn't uh type as many notes as i as i normally would or at least my notes kind of suck so uh i mean i remember it was bad mm-hmm. um i didn't like the characters in it i felt more this week more than normal this was the george jurgens show yeah, it was a show about George uh, yes. the, and how his kid sucks and how he has another kid that doesn't <laughs> actually exist. And I think it's really funny. I think it's really, really funny. I like this it. has nothing to do with the episode. I think it's really funny that George has fully come to terms th- with the fact that Roborto is gone and will never mention him again. Who? Like, like he, he uh, uh, not to you know, under no circumstances should you hand it to George Jerkins, but that is a pretty uh, upsetting and traumatic thing that might happen to you. You've raised this baby from the day he was born. You actually birthed, what, like you delivered the baby, Roberto. You delivered I, Roberto. I don't know the who baby. That is. You know he was he was David Johnson's son. Remember David Gaffney? No, no. Well, well, pretend George had a son. And then he doesn't have a son anymore. But but you know it's it's like uh it's like earlier in the season he just he's coping by having a new family, and I think we should all be happy <laughs> for him. A new family, a new restaurant, and a new life. This episode, you know, the most positive thing that I can say about this episode is that I I had a really hard time coming up with a least favorite character. Yeah, I mean because know, George and Ben and Ethan were all so fucking horrible. 
And the fact that I couldn't pick any of them was excruciating, and I almost gave up. But I well, I, well that's not your dark and dark and dirty task. You know, your task is to to pick out someone who isn't one of those three. So yeah, hey, and Ricky well, was uh, you know, he was in this episode too, and he barely. Was, uh, Barely in this episode. No, you know what? Was... That's the best thing I can say about this episode. Yeah, Ricky was barely in it, and when he was there, he was like, ha, 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 we're gonna get, wow, Amy Jurgens, golly gee, wow. I have wa- I have wet eyes and smile. I, I have a wet, smiling eye. I'm smizing <laughs> with my tears. Okay, let's talk about this show. Let's talk about this episode. Uh, let's talk about the rough-as-hell way that this episode starts. Yeah, Just it like... really does start very bad and then kind of mellows out for a while. It was, it was one of the, it's like, you know, last episode started with Ben stealing Amy's uh, wedding ring, mm. and this episode started with just, uh, Kathleen's horrible Christian mom being, mm. being horrible and saying things I'd rather not repeat on the show about, uh, uh gay and trans people that was really bad. So George um, and Kathleen returned to her house with her mom, whose name we later find out is Victoria. Victoria. Takes a little she- while for that one. Yeah, she, Victoria says, she's like, oh, what happened to the good wallpaper that Marshall had? Man, they've talked about that wallpaper so many fucking times now. They've talked about so the fucking fucking wallpaper on this show. Like, like, ugh, this show, do you think about how much of this show, this show that is ostensibly about American teenagers and their lives, is about people decorating, discussing furniture, fucking, uh, Donovan putting Napoleonic chairs in Betty's dorm room? Like, yeah, and there's, this nothing, show is, there's nothing American this show is, about that. This show is mainly about furniture, actually. Furniture <laughs> and meat are the two main themes of this show. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't Buying argue a couch with that. bed, selling a mattress. Fucking, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we we had we did we did have a moment in an episode semi recently where George repainted the walls in the kitchen and yeah, and now Victoria's here and she's like, oh, I, I like Marshall's. those ma- I liked Marshall's wallpaper and she says, Ah, George, you're like a dog in heat marking its territory. You know, um, it's funny, when we learn the things we learn about Victoria later, none of this scene makes any sense. No, not really. Here's here's <laughs> what I'll say. Uh-huh. Uh uh which is not I said that like I was about to uh, compliment the show, uh, but I am just going, I'm just giving a a cast check-in. Victoria is played by Beth Grant, who is in tons and tons of shit, uh, but I I know her, and you might know her, I don't remember, uh, as the lady who went to Michael Scott's dinner party as Dwight State in season four of The Office. I didn't watch The Office, really. Fuck! Okay, so can you uh, tell me who the other special guest star was this week? Before, just while we're while we're on that topic. Well, there were four special guest stars. Ah, can uh, you, can you just tell me who they were so we can sort of introduce them as they come? I mean, that's not introducing them as they come. That's introducing them right at the top. Okay, but I've been wondering about this all day. It's nobody that you've ever heard of. Heard? Okay, cool, great, awesome. Great, thanks. So Victoria asks uh, what happened to Anne, and they're like, oh, she's lesbian now. And then Victoria is like, oh, are you going to the pride parade with her? Are you going to turn my daughter gay too, George? So George replies, to be to be epic woke. He's smiling serenely, and he's got his shirt that says, uh, secret ally of the American teenager. Yeah, so he says, uh, Victoria, you you fool. You can't turn you straight fundy. into gay. Any more than you can turn a witch into a warlock, which is a very strange, I mean, transphobia aside, that's not an expression. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. When you're playing World of Warcraft, you can't re-roll a class like that. Like, I don't know why he, like, invented an expression just to 
be he's trying transphobic. to connect with the teens. He's trying to connect with the teens. He's trying to. He, it was a bad choice of words. He should have said being like, transphobic turn, to own the the homophobes to, to own the homophobes. I mean, isn't that kind of what like yeah that that tracks? Some people do that, or like being transphobic to own the anti feminists. Yeah, but, so um, that sucks. So then, then, but then this yeah, is she, weird though. Yeah. Did you not? Victoria did you not take the note down of when he says like, "Oh, it's actually it's not." It's uh, it's gender reassignment surgery. Yeah. Not, so, so yeah. Th- this is what's weird though, is because George says that weird transphobic thing for no reason, and then he immediately is like, "Well, you see." Well, well no, 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 no. Because she responds. Oh she, yeah. Because she's like, um, actually, you you can do both. You can turn straight people gay, and trans people exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then George is like, uh, well, actually, oh, oh wait. Oh wait, okay, no. She the, oh fuck. She's the yeah, one who says This is so much worse than what you're what you're thinking it is. That's right. I forgot that she's the one, not George, who says, "I'm not interested in discussing conversion therapy and transsexual surgery with you." And then George goes, "Um, actually, it's called gender reassignment surgery and I'm woke again even though I said that thing that set you up to say that, but now I'm woke and we like it." Yeah. And I, and and he also you loved know, to make fun of the fact that his wife got a w- women's studies degree. Yeah, when I when I'm writing a TV show, mm-hmm. uh, I really love to flex how woke I am by, by by putting in slurs and then having characters correct them. Well, more specifically, I would say by bringing in an old conservative oh. character to well, say all the... of the things that all of my characters were saying the, oh, last season. God, the show. Brenda's like, if I'm woke, they'll give me another season. Like you had an entire season about like people turning other people gay. And now you, you have, like, this old about woman coming in here to be like, yeah, you can Sam, turn people gay, Sam, and then, like, no, you You had can't. an entire season dedicated to a uh, character's dad uh, convincing her not to get an abortion, and then that happening off, happening off screen. So, yes. or, or good old Grace Bowman, who we love, also uh, literally stormed into the abortion clinic to try to stop Amy from, from getting an abortion, too, so... I just, yeah, I just so, think it's fun to remi- remind our uh, listeners of, of the sort of roots of this show, the Christian yeah. soul... As it were, um, as, as it were. So that's, this so, is when George starts mocking Victoria for not drinking alcohol or coffee. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, would you like a bottle of something?" Oh, wait, you don't drink. Well, which? Oh, like you don't coffee? drink because you're a fucking loser. You're a loser. And then he's like, "Yeah, he's like he's trying to peer pressure her, and it's to sinning." It's a. Uh, it's just really funny how this this woman shows up and be, shows up and acts an awful ghoul. And then later we're supposed to be very sympathetic. I mean, I uh, just like how in in this first scene I'm already like, well, come on, George, stop being so mean to her. <laughs> See, I was thinking like, I hope she, you know, uh, doesn't make it through the episode. <laughs> well, so uh, George uh, then calls uh, Kathleen's mom, who we later learn is named Victoria. He calls her Victor Victoria, which is apparently... I guess there's a movie called Victor Victoria where Julie Andrews plays a drag queen, and so he's being he's funny, owning her like once again, cool, great. He's, again, he's trying to own again, the Christian George, by being George. I'm you're making me take her side. Why are you doing this? <laughs> so, um, they talk about uh, Kathleen talks about like oh she never calls, she never sees me, she never came for Marshall's funeral. She starts talking about uh, some weird some some man named Jeff who I've never heard of. I don't I don't know what that was about. I don't, um, she doesn't she doesn't mention Jeff in this scene though. I don't think. I she mean, starts I think saying, that's what she she's says getting like, at. But 
Yeah, because she's like, oh, aren't you getting, you're going to get married again after Marshall? And then she's like, well, actually. Right, because we find out that she hasn't, she hasn't seen or spoken to her mom since Marshall died. Um, And then Victoria does the great TV show thing of, your dad is dead. Well, he's not actually dead. He just left and won't call me, which is also, once again, consistent of the information that I tell you later in the episode. Um, She needs someone to take care of her for the episode. And then Jack and Grace are here. She looks at Grace and says, "Oh, you're the the women. Any women? Look at the way they dress. dress Like you're dressed like a teenager." Ah! And then (laughs) uh, Jack says, "Hi, I'm Grace's fiance." Remember last episode when? Remember last episode when Dee Dee Stone said, "If you break up with my son, I'll kill you." Well, then Jack proposed. I'm sure. Don't worry, we don't really talk about that. That'll never be mentioned again. It doesn't really come up in this episode. (laughs) It's strange that it doesn't. So, um, we're, we're at school at Grant High School for the first time, and it just feels like no one's ever here anymore besides Ethan and Kathy. Yeah. Which, which is funny because most characters still go to school here, but (laughs) it's just so much about George's restaurant and Ricky at college at the cafe. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, to be fair, the last uh, handful of episodes, people have been doing, like, college visits and stuff. I guess. So, Grace is, like, showing off her ring. Ethan and Kathy are talking uh, about you, it. You say that. She's standing in her locker. Oh, sorry, not like, showing it off. She's she's looking at it miserable. I should, I'm yeah. sorry. I read <laughs> yeah. it, misread my, my shitty notes. She's, uh, she's... Thinking about how she wishes Ben Boykovich could get off the, ri- the the ring off her finger, but it's too tight. So, too tight. Um, Ethan, remember when they dated? Uh, Ethan and Kathy <laughs> are talking about uh, about the algebra test today. Kathy's genuinely like, "Wow, I, I can't wait to see how you do. We worked very hard." And uh, and Ethan's like, "I'm still gonna I'm still gonna cancel the class. I still hate yeah, it." Yeah, she she's like, "I I think you're gonna do a lot better now that you talked to Danica McKellar, special guest star of last week, and now you're interested in algebra." And he said, "I'm not. I don't know what the point of that whole storyline was because I still hate I've algebra. I've learned nothing. I've learned nothing. I know what an integer is, but that's it." So you, you um, thought that we brought Dana McKell- Danica McKellar on to talk about how math is cool? No, we, we actually brought her on just to talk about how, how she looks stripper. like a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> It was really more Every, of a the math stuff was just incidental. It was to that. more of a strategic character assassination and roasting of Danica McKellar that we decided yeah. to put on this show. Um, so, oh, so uh, they're talking about like aspirations. He talks about like uh, she, she's like, "What subjects do you like besides algebra?" And he says, "You know, and also Besi- music besides because, music because he's our special little perfect musician boy." Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, free period. <laughs> and she's, he's, he, she's like, what do you like about it? He says, I like having time to think. And about she says, oh, what do you, uh, what do you think about it? And he says, yeah, you, you. And she's like, ah, I like that. Ooh, uh, but she says he should find out what he wants to, what he likes to do. So he knows what he wants to do in college. And then Kathy walks away and then some girl walks up behind oh, Ethan you and know, smacks him on the ass. It's, would you say that, I would say this is like a sex girl light. Maybe kind of she, a, she is an aspiring sex girl. She's yeah, that's because she's a freshman. Know, Ethan doesn't know what he wants to be when he graduates, but but Layla wants to be a sex girl, right? So Layla uh, Layla's a freshman. She she just started high school, but she wants to become. She wants to join the sex. You girl say play. she just started high school. It's uh, it is it is like almost. It's a it's near graduation. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, uh, not for her. So Layla asks, uh, how it's going with Kathy, and he's like, oh, we've been spending too much time together studying. And she's like, studying? Not have sex? 
Mm, uh, I, I says, know have sex. He says, yes, and I have petition. And she says, I'll sign petition. I and hate then he algebra. says, Kathy likes algebra. And she goes, bleh, gross. Bleh, nerd. And then she knows have sex Ethan, and like algebra? Bad. She and says, then, Ethan, you're smart and good looking, and I would love to have you cheat on your girlfriend with me. Maybe next episode. And then, so, Kathy's in class. Uh, hmm? Oh, yeah, that's weird. Uh, she's thinking about <laughs> the We're old... class. She's thinking about the old statement and pistol. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Nash 2 is here behind her. We later uh, find out his name is Brian. Brian. I like Brian. Brian seems alright. I, uh... Honestly, I wish that uh, Kathy was dating Brian instead of dating Ethan. I think they would get along a lot better. Yeah, he, so, he looks very pop punk. He looks very pop punk, but he loves to spell. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm Brian. I, I like to skateboard. And he says like, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> I don't. He's, he's like, I didn't want to approach you before because I didn't know whether I should bring up the Babus or not. And then, so he's, he's a speller. He's a skilled speller. He's a mm-hmm. finalist for state. Yes. Um, she's very impressed by this because she also loves to spell. It's a, it's a yes. joy of life. And she's going to yes. help it. She's like, he asks her if he, if she can drill him and, uh, but no, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> not like that. Just drill him on the spelling words, you see. And just, you know, and I'm sure, um, Ethan is going to be very, yeah, he's normal, probably going to be super normal. Very about normal that. and good about it. Um, and I mean, and, he was, he was like really normal about like one guy talking to her once. So I think, uh, the oh, idea right. of her like hanging out with this guy to like help uh, him with his spelling, help him, help him prepare for the spelling bee. I think he's going to be super cool about that. And, and, uh, and Ethan, uh, uh, and, now, now to, mm-hmm. I, cause I don't want to hand it to Brian because he does say the line, I know you have a boyfriend, but this is just a friend thing, which is very weird to say. You didn't need he's to say telling that, her sir. he's telling her because you know we live in a world in a society in this show at least when in this show in this show only if uh uh two people of of a a boy and a girl on this show speak they're obviously dating because there's only like three of them and they have there's the the pool is really limited sam and and I've discussed before my uh my theory you know about about extras you know or just characters like like you don't know. That this isn't a new sort of Omar, Daniel, Grant, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think Ethan does have. Some... Yeah, no one, don't worry about it. Who's Grant? Anytime they introduce one of these new characters, they end up dating. But this, this, it's too close to the end of the show to say. So I think actually we really do <laughs> have to hand it to Ethan here. Yeah, because Ethan's, I think he's... Ethan's gonna get all jealous and he's gonna be like, "Kathy, you don't understand, guys. I know what he's after. He's trying to become a recurring character. <laughs> he's trying to get a paycheck out of this. We fired Henry and Alice. We're not allowed to have anyone else come in before the end of the show." Yeah, so, so, um, so Brian does, by the way, ask her if she's allowed to have friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. She, he knows, he knows what's up. He knows the, the, the situation. He's trying Kathy's to turn in. her against Ethan. Which well, is I good. Su- I support him. I support it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's correct if he, if, whether or not he's trying to be a friend or a boyfriend, he is correct to try to get Kathy away from Ethan at all costs. Yeah, so Kathy's, Kathy's like, um, of course I'm allowed to have friends, which is untrue. So, Ethan's just peeking in from the corner, shaking his head no. <laughs> So um, we go to Amy, who is wearing like a fucking collared pinstripe shirt and a loosely tied black and white tie, like she's, she's Avril Lavigne girlfriend. She's, she's channeling her season one self. She's trying to maintain a youthful appearance. Season uh, one self never dressed like that. Uh, she was like wearing like mini skirts, leather mini skirts, and this is a whole different style, Jordan. That's true. I'm sorry. This is I pop don't, punk I don't, princess. I don't recognize the the pop this is pro- pop punk prep. Ah, oh, I see. I see. 
Um, well, I think they're trying to distract from the fact that Shailene Woodley looks so old now, like, comparatively, that they're like, we need to inject a youthful look back into the show. <laughs> I, believe, on- I believe she was in her 20s at this point, but hey, yeah. I mean, so are a lot of the freshmen on this show. Very true. She should have been wearing a scarf. That cough, cough, Chloe, cough, cough. She's looking, she sees Grace's ring, and they all hate it, and they don't love to see it. Um, well, they're, they're, they're like doing a they're kind doing of like pretending, because Amy's like, oh, oh you're ring, getting, you're getting, getting yeah, ha, ha, wee, hey, when, wee. when's the wedding? And Grace is like, oh, uh, don't worry there's about like, it. They're talking about how there's like a line, like a cue to get married. So Amy and Ricky have to get, because that's how it works. You yeah. have to wait your turn to get married. Yes. Because God forbid you overshadow the main characters of this show, right? Yeah. Grace what is if- like, oh, we won't get married before you and Ricky or Omar and Adrian, haha. And then they, they talk about college and they talk about their engagements and there's literally nothing to say about it because no. we've had this exact same conversation a hundred fucking times. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, and then Amy says like, I don't know about, she talks about, oh yeah, she talks about Ricky going to New York. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Like, Ricky's no, at the restaurant. With, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Uh, so Ricky's Amy at the restaurant says, with George. Oh, there's more. You want to talk about? Yeah. More? Well, the one the one last note that I have about about this is that Amy tells Grace that they set a date last weekend, which is a complete fucking lie. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it's not. It's just that they had already set a date, but whatever. Well, that was you know what that you you know what that date means. We all know. So um, <laughs> so so Ricky uh, is at George's restaurant. The you know the main the new main setting of this show. Fuck Grant High School. This is where we the action s- happens. It is unbelievable how like <laughs> we spend. I would say about half the episode at Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill. It's really week. funny because Jeff's The Only Bar and Grill was like a classic jerk in it recurring bit, and now it has become the main. The main place now it's where Jeff's the, sh- the only set. This is Jeff's the only set. This is like Frazier's apartment now. It's just like this is where the show happens. Yeah, it's Central Perk. It's Central. It's fucking Central Perk, but it's not a college, so don't. He hasn't gotten that accredited. Uh, uh, credit. The last four episodes are think just going to be like a uh, The Office style mockumentary where they're just at Jeff's the only bar and grill for the whole thing. <laughs> He's not an accredited university. That's what I'm trying to say. Um. So. Uh, he, Ricky is talking to George. George is in a bad mood because, uh, because he's just been having to, you know, drop PC knowledge on, uh, on Victoria for now. And, uh, he, he talks about how he now wants to run off and get married with Kathleen, um, which is funny to me. And Ricky talks we, about- Specifically, he says that the, oh, at they the were end going of last to. week's episode, they were about to get married. Like, he was, he was about, which is, by the way, a lie, because he, he says, like, Kathleen and I were just about to go get married, which is not true. What, what actually happened, as I recall, was he said, how about we, we stop playing around and, and get remarried? And then her mom immediately showed up before she could even answer. But well, he makes it well, sound like he, they were just about to fucking she cut run him off, off to the when fucking he, city hall. She cut him off when he was about to say the words right now. So, so, uh, Ricky talks about how they changed the wedding day to, ready, ready? The day after graduation. Do you think this means anything? Do you think this means anything? It doesn't. It doesn't. But every character is going to interpret this like it means something. So, uh, Ricky talks about having a little ceremony, just a little one, because it's way cheaper. By the way, George is like, I, I, you know, I better be there for verification because I don't believe it otherwise. Um, it's funny how, uh, they've decided, um, I know 
that they're saying it's just they want to have a little quiet ceremony. And I, I read that as we need to have a low budget ceremony. We're, we're almost done with the show. I and mean, we have no well, let's, left. let's be honest. Who, who would they invite anyway? They don't have any fucking friends. <laughs> ben. So, uh, remember when uh, yeah, I wait, thought that they were going to have a, remember when I thought they were going to have a thing where like they were going to have three weddings at once and it was going to be really fun. Yeah. That would have been funny. L- like a really uh, zany. I mean, thing. not really. I would have been very mad if they'd done that, but well, at least it'd be something. That's not so saying George, it'd be like a zany madcap kind of scene. Yeah, so George, by the way, literally does not believe that Amy told Ricky that she wanted to get married. Ricky's he hates like, oh Amy yeah, we more set than- a date, we're, ha- we're having the wedding, at, 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 it's just a small ceremony, it's gonna be the day after graduation. And George is like, no. No. Like, no. You're wrong. What What? What really I happened? Didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that anyone could hate Amy more than Ricky or Madison and Lauren, uh, but George has really proven that uh, that he is the number one AD, Amy hater on this show. Yay! So get that man he, his trophy. He doesn't believe that Amy's going to actually get married. He thinks that some kind of con, I guess. Yeah. So he he does the fucking classic thing of this show where he does psychology and he's like, "Why isn't Amy the one here telling me you wouldn't be here?" Ricky explains. There was something... He's like, "Well, Amy has school today. It's you know, it's a Monday." It's a, ver- a, a very reasonable explanation is and she, she has also, school yeah. and she's going to be telling her friends and she didn't want it to be like a big thing that people gossip about and then you hear it from someone else. So I'm here because I can be here right now. And George and then, is like, no, no. Why is she really not here? Oh, my God. So um, then I think. Yeah, Ben is here. He heard about he heard about Amy changing the day. By here we mean the hallway. He's Not here Jeff's. on the show. He I'm hungry for beef. Yum yum. Uh so he comes up to Amy and he has his holding, phone and holding he's a like, big steak. He's holding a big steak that he's hanging from his mouth Just like gnawing a on it. piece of it's piece raw. of toast in an anime and he says, I'm late for steak. <laughs> so he is got his like he's got a full sized uh Mr. Bear sexy boudoir calendar. And he's like, Amy, uh, I heard that you, you've changed your wedding date. My, mind if I pencil you in? And then Amy tells him that he's not invited, which rules. Yeah, he, what? God. Hey, I, I, wish I, that, I, I heard wish that, that you set a date and you didn't invite me. Can I when come? Is it? I, uh, I, I wish, uh, I only wish Amy had, uh, had let him down a little less gently. Cause, cause I know, she says yeah, like, she, she's she says like, like oh, oh, well, ben, it's you're, just you're gonna be our invited, family. It's just a small ceremony. And I'm like, no, Amy, just say no, you're not invited. No, just tell him you're not invited because you're a fucking creep and you stole my wedding ring and I hate you. Yeah, um, so he's like, he's like, well, it's fine if I'm not there. I just want to know when it is so that I can send a gift. So then she fucking immediately she tells is like, him, okay, here's where location. and when it is. Yeah, it's unacceptable. Um, Come on, ben Amy. says, mm, interesting. I'm reading George's script and this, this date tells me something. It's the, it's the Equinox calendar. It's my, it's the, my, oh, your God. fucking horoscope tells me that this is the day you go to New York. Um, yeah, so- his interpretation is, the fact that you're getting married the day after graduation, to me, means that you want to be married as soon as possible so that you can leave as soon as possible and go to New York, which which means that you must be planning on taking summer classes at Hudson. I mean, she did get early admission, so is that really such a shock? Um, we get now are with Ethan and Kathy. I want uh, our listeners to guess what uh, how Ethan feels about Kathy wanting to help uh, Brian learn to spell. Do you think he was responding like a normal person? Love, okay, sure. Or do you think he's being Ethan about it? Answer now on your phones. He's being Ethan about it. Uh, he says like, well, I'm hold a on. guy. Let's, let's give him time. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's let, let's, I'm sorry. Yeah. So I'll post this. 
And then um, we'll wait a week, and then we'll yeah. Have and then our next answers. week we can we can finish the episode. I'm once doing a survey. If everyone answers correctly, we'll uh, petition the state to change the ending of this show. So Ethan said this. Um, <laughs> so he's like, "I'm a guy, and I know things. I don't know much about algebra, but I know a lot about people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I know this guy, and all he wants to have is sex, I, not spelling. I do want to give his exact phrasing. Go for it. It, it make me mad. <laughs> you don't she like says, Ethan, huh? She says, "Hey, Ethan, I'm gonna." I'm going to be staying after school to coach my classmate for the spelling bee. And he says, no, you're not. Well, well, he wouldn't let her. I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you. I'm your boyfriend. And therefore I can tell you who you are yeah, and aren't she, allowed to hang out with. She says they're just friends. He says, no, he wants to fuck you. And then he said, he says, trust me, Kathy, if he's smart enough to go to the state spelling bee, he doesn't need your help. And she, she explains which that is, he does. Which is really because, fucking mean to say. And also, I'm pretty sure she went to the fucking National Spelling Bee, but okay. Well, I think it's really funny because in Ethan's head, if you, like, 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 just logistically, I do have to agree with Kathy that you can't, like, like, spelling is one thing you literally can't self-assess on. Because it's like, spell this word. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Right. So, so, yeah, she's like, she's like, Ethan, I've done the Spelling Bee. Everyone has a fucking study partner, you idiot. And he's like... I can't believe you're falling for the same tricks and not learning from your past mistakes. Uh, this is exactly like what happened with Don, where he said something to you and then it was a lie. And and, and by the way, Don also went to the state spelling bee. Oh and therefore, God. that means that it's the same situation. I wish we had kept a running tally this season of every time Kathy should have broken up with Ethan uh, if she was a reasonable person. Because I think all, this would be like 15, all 16... I, I don't know how 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 much well, do you actually, want to divide episode, up the show? Do you episode, want to go frame by frame? <laughs> this is episode twenty of twenty four of season five, and I'm sure he does one per episode. So um, yeah, so I, I want to. I'm curious what you think because we were talking about this off podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you think that oh, Ethan is going think... to be right about this? Um, to me, it doesn't matter. Whether or not he's right. I'm not asking that if it Brian matters. Is, I'm asking what you think will happen in the show. I mean, I think Ethan's right. I think Brian's going to be like, how do I spell condom? How do I spell <laughs> I want to have sex? So I, that's what I think. I don't know what I think. I think that <sighs> it's, it's, it's weird because the show is like so consistently characterizing Ethan as a bad person. But he's also but, always right. Right, he's always right, and I I don't know if they know that they're making him a bad. Like, can I ask when, you? Can I ask you real quick? Who wrote this episode? Brenda Hampton and Elena Rod. There's your answer. <laughs> that it's tells you just, everything you need to know about Ethan. Yeah, it's just I feel like there has to be like a point where where they're like, it turns out that Ethan was actually bad the whole time. I want to bring up something noticed. that maybe that comes up a little later in this episode, which is not only does Ethan, uh, they, they, they mention the whole child pornography thing in a way that sort of vindicates him for it, which I think Yeah, was, I didn't really understand that one. We'll talk about that later. I just want, I just want to help continue, uh, gather evidence for you as to whether or not this show thinks Ethan's a bad yeah, person. Yeah, I guess Ethan's the main character and we like him. So Ricky sees <laughs> Actually, Adrian George, he's George, George is the main character. Ethan is, uh, the second main character. Yes. Ricky sees Adrian at the coffee shop. Uh, and um, she's like, oh, you're talking to me? And he says, yes, I'm, oh, I'm you're approaching and I smile. I love it. My eyes are dry and my teeth are showing. 
I set I set a date for the wedding with Amy, and Adrian says, which funny holiday was it? And he says, haha, it was after graduation day, haha. And then Adrian's like, oh, I know what this means. She says, uh, she asks if she's invited, and he says, just family. And she's like, oh, come on, really? I'm inviting you to my wedding, which you can't do. Not how that works. It's not how it works. If you're having a uh, small small gathering with just your parents, not even all your parents at the... Uh, just your parents. It's fine. Whatever. It's fine. He asks uh, her when her wedding is, and she says, well, everyone was waiting to set a date until you two did, and I would love to know what she means by everyone. Everyone. I mean, apparently she means herself and Grace. But she didn't know about Grace. Right. Did she? Well, th- she, she did. Well, everyone, yeah, well, she, you know, she, she's always, she well, didn't Adrian's know about a, Grace Adrian's until a lot fucking... of different people. Adrian is a lot of different people. Yeah, you she's know best this. friends with Grace again, by the no, way. No, I meant she's, I just meant she's a lot of different people at once, right? Oh, yeah. All I, of us. Yeah, I, but, yeah, I get, uh, it makes no sense. Don't worry about it. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, so, so, so uh, Adrian's like, oh, uh, Grace and I are going to be screwed if we plan your weddings around, sorry, if we plan our weddings around you and Amy's wedding, and then you don't end up getting married, and I don't know what that means. Well, Why would they be screwed? You know, I don't think it makes much sense. Did they have, like, was their plan, like, oh, all of the uh, tables will have centerpieces of pictures of Ricky and Amy's wedding. There's some kind of marriage tontine going around. I don't know what the circumstances. Oh, so of it you're are. saying you're saying she put a bet on them getting married, yes. and if they don't, then she doesn't have money. She doesn't, to, for she the doesn't have money. Well, she is uh, going to be marrying a millionaire, uh, mm-hmm. but you know he's spending all of his money on flights, first class flights to New York. So she really does need that extra money. Yeah, yeah, that she's betting on with Joe. <sighs> oh yeah, I forgot about Joe. It'd be Remember really when funny. Joe, if Joe took bets for whether Grace would go to her dad's funeral. That was cool. That was so, really funny. Uh, Ricky asks if Jack is in a place where he's okay to get married, and then Jack walks in and he's like, praise the lord, I'm engaged and I just got my cast off. Did you like his buff right arm and his sinewy left arm? <laughs> uh, yes, and and then Adrian, after Jack just walks away to get coffee, I guess, and then Adrian is like, huh. Too bad he didn't have a cast on his head, so we know when that's fixed, which is pretty fucked up. That is pretty fucked up. I like, um, Ricky even points out, like, you know, to give him a shred of, uh, credit, he's, like, points out that that's not cool, and then Adrian's just like, haha, I'm just being funny, you know me, Adrian, I just love to make joke. Literally, their exchange is, Ricky says, hey, be nice, and she says, I am nice, and he says, (laughs) you are nice. She's they, like, not. She's not nice. She's Adrian hasn't been nice a- since like season two. Oh my god. Uh, so they R- Jack like sits down and they talk about like that they're all getting married and they're all blessed. I think Ricky even says because like Jack's like I'm blessed, and then Ricky says I think we're all blessed. I'm Christian now. I yeah. Do- and then Adrian I goes yes, me too. I uh huh. Uh, me too. Me too. Me too. We're blessed, and Christ has blessed us. I need to add one thing from before Jack sits down. mm Hmm. So Ricky, Ricky's talking to Adrian, and he's like, uh, "I, I, I hope, I hope that you have a good future with Omar. I hope we all have good futures with our, with our partners." And then Adrian's like, "Yeah, uh, but do you, do you hope that Ben has a good future? Because he's trying to get Amy to live with him in college in New York." And Ricky says, "Yeah, even if that happens, Amy and I will still be married." So Ricky just said that he would hypothetically. Be okay with Amy and Ben sharing an apartment in New York. He's while cool he with lives it. In California. He's cool with it. He loves it. 
Why wouldn't he be? He's a perfect, nice... It's such a weird character. Like, 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 okay, okay, okay. I, you know, I don't like Ricky and Amy together. No. Even I, and I don't like Ricky at all, even I think that Ricky has a reason to not want Amy and Ben to live together. Like, he should let Amy go to New York. He should not be pleased that Amy is going to be living with fucking Ben the stalker creep who's been obsessed with no, her for all these I, years. I, why? Oh my god, why would that happen? By the way, like, um, like, oh god, like, I don't want him to be shitty about him. I just want him to sit down with Amy and say, have you met Ben Boykovich on the, have you, well, here, I have seasons one through four for, on For DVD. the record, we have no reason to believe that that's going to happen. No, he just loves it. Or are you saying he has no reason to believe that Ben and Amy are going to live together? Right. But he's just accepted it, and he likes yeah, it Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost certainly not you know going to happen. It's because he's, because... Ricky is the heir to the Boykovich meat fortune, and he knows that if Ben steps out of line, his, his ah. he is the son now, so he could just have Ben killed by the mob. I mean, really, like, realistically, from in, in terms of what the show is trying to put forward, I think that what we're supposed to take away from this is, like, Ricky really is, like, so, like, he loves desperate Amy. to... He's so, to... he just wants to prove that he's doing everything he can so he can prove to Clementine, who's not on the show anymore... <laughs> I legitimately forgot about Clementine. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if he's doing it for Clementine, but... No, but he's just trying to... He's he's taking her advice. He's doing everything he can to make it work. Up and yes. including letting... Uh, letting uh, Being okay with... I shouldn't say letting. It's not his uh, decision. But being okay with Amy living with uh, the serial killer that is Ben Boykovich. But my my point being, I think that what we're supposed to take away from this is we're supposed to feel bad for Ricky. Poor Ricky. Because, because Ricky is basically, he in his in his mind, he's like, well, what I want doesn't matter. I got Amy pregnant, and now oh. I have to pay for it the rest now of my life by doing li- everything she asks me to. Did women be like that? Oh. Yeah, so basically I just wanted to make sure that we both get mad about that. Anyway, so Ethan is uh, taking his I'm midterm. More, I, I'm just mad about this whole situation with, with Ricky and also ben, George, too. George has driven Amy into... To, Ben's house? Well, not really. Not really. <laughs> he thinks. He thinks he So has. Ethan is taking his midterm in a classroom with a teacher, which is fucking nuts. They paid a teacher, an extra, to be a teacher. Is this, um, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Is this the third time in the entire show that we've seen a teacher? We saw a teacher. Ah, the old in the, fu- in the funny biology class. We saw a teacher now. We saw the teacher in summer school when she was like, oh, who stole the condoms or whatever. Yeah. I I think this is the third time we've seen a teacher I in a really, classroom. I really couldn't tell you. Maybe. I always noted that we never saw Mr. Sedlak, the band teacher, even though band was such a huge part of these teens' lives Well, Amy, so Amy gave that up because she's bad at it and she's a piece of <laughs> shit know. and we hate her. So, um, we get shots of, like, Layla. Evil Layla. Ooh, Layla. Just, just like, so blatantly so cheating blatantly, off like, of his test. Like, her, she's doing, like, cuphead eyeball where she's her eye is getting cartoonishly big and just looking at Ethan's test like a cartoon she has character. A, she has a fucking telescope. She has a magnifying glass and... and just, she has uh, a she has an elaborate series of mirrors like the Naruto tuning exams. You fucking nerd. So um, she's very bad at cheating, is what I'm trying to say. Um, yes. So Ethan, so she she is 
all but standing up to look at his test. And the well, teacher. Well, I think it's, it's easy to read Ethan's scores. I mean, you wouldn't want to re- cheat off Ethan's test because you know he's not good at math. He says it said many times, but his test is very well illuminated from the angelic halo that is uh, floating <laughs> above his head. That's just making it really easy to see all those answers. Right. So, so the teacher who exists like grabs Ethan's test and accuses him of cheating. So he can be epic, prove her wrong by how yeah, because yeah. not not even not even in, in the sense like are you cheating? I can see Layla copying your answers. It's are you cheating? Your answers are correct. Yes, I saw over your shoulder that you're writing the correct answers, and I think that that means you're cheating. And he goes, "Well, Miss, you don't understand the power of studying, <laughs> the power of suggestion." Um. So, so the teacher puts down his test and walks away. Mm-hmm. And then Layla gets even closer with her eyeballs and uh, yeah. just really, really just gets in there. Yeah, her eyes are running over his test like when SpongeBob and Patrick were <laughs> yeah. looking at the map. Sure. Oh, God, yeah. So um, he then shows her the, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. We're at Miss O'Malley's office now. Uh, not, not Oh, no, yet, wait, sorry. Yet. There's one more thing. There's one more thing. Bye, yeah. man. So, so Layla, Layla's like gesturing to Ethan. She's like, she's like, come on, let me, let me see your answers. And then again, I can't believe that the teacher went after Ethan and not her. <laughs> uh, the teacher then like clears her throat, clearly having seen Layla trying to cheat, but that's just the end of the scene. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yep. There it is. So Amy got, Amy, uh, is in the hallway. She got a call from George and she left class to answer it in case something oh, is yeah. wrong. Uh, he's, and then he's uh, like, he's like, Hey, I heard you said a date. Why didn't you leave school to tell me? Come by the this, restaurant. This conversation is so important that I made you leave class. He tells her that, uh, to come by the restaurant and she says like, Oh, me and Ricky will go out to dinner, uh, there some day this week. And then he says, No, not this week. Today. And then uh, there's like a, a waiter there, and uh, he's like, uh, 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 you're skipping uh, uh, over uh, a line. Ah, uh, you know you're me. skipping I'm over skipping George's over line when Amy says, uh, "Why does it have to be tonight?" He says, "Can't you just do what I tell you for once in your life?" Every time George says anything, I feel like uh, the phrase "I I told you to not have sex before you're married" is sort of an addendum to every line he's ever said on this show. Yep, he will never, ever, 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 ever forgive her for having sex before marriage. Never, even though he does love his grandson. But he's he he knows his daughter's a terrible mom. So, okay, so he tells her that- I uh, I do also want to get mad about the fact that George is like, oh, why did Ricky tell me instead of you? And she's like, well, school, uh, the reason that he told you. And then he calls her out of class to yell at her over the phone. Yeah, and he's making such a fucking huge deal out of, like, not hearing it from her, considering that- a, he didn't tell her that he fucking bought a restaurant. And well, that B, doesn't affect his sex life. I, I don't think we mentioned this when he was talking to Ricky, but when he was talking to Ricky and he was like, oh yeah, Kathleen and I were going to get married last night. Ricky's like, oh, anything. were you going to tell Amy? And he was like, I don't have to tell her anything. She's my daughter. I'm not her son. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> God, so, it seems to just, me that the main character of this show, George Jurgens, is a little bit of a hypocrite. He's just a just the worst guy he's, he's just not the he's worst he's not a very good it's mm-hmm. okay so then uh there's the waiter is here 
And then he's taking an order or something for George. And then George's mom is here. Hey, new character. Hooray. Let's, you know, let's inject a little bit of drama into the show by introducing George's mom. I didn't, I didn't write down her name, but this is an actress who's in a bunch of stuff that I I don't know why I bothered telling you that. I don't know uh, if that's all the information I have. She's in a lot of things. She's George's mom. She doesn't get a name. I don't think. I don't think so. So uh, she she explains that she found out because because he says like you never called me you never messaged me whatever so she apparently found out that George was cheating on Kathleen which means this has been like over all of Amy's life without any contact from his own mother which is pretty funny was it th- was it was it I think I think it was that she, she found out he was cheating on Anne are you sure I'm pretty sure because doesn't oh, she have a yeah, line doesn't right. she have he a was... line where she's like after yes, what you went through right. with Kathleen I couldn't believe. Yes, you're right. She she says so. She left when when she found out that he was cheating on Kathleen. He found she found out che- cheating on Anne. Yeah, I have a yeah. lot of I have a lot of names in front of me on my notes. <laughs> yeah, a lot, so, many characters exist. Many many characters. All of them are adults, and none of them are are people I enjoy thinking about. No. So uh, she, by the way, she. Oh yeah, because she says because he's like, Mom, I haven't I haven't seen you in years. And she's, she, yeah, she says that it, she, she left when she found out that he was cheating on his wife. Of course, it turns out it was reasonable considering it's the circumstances. Reasonable. That doesn't make it reasonable. That under no circumstance makes it reasonable. Hey, 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 hey. Oop, I am, oh, hey. Oop. I unplugged my headphones. I thought I unplugged my mic. I unplugged oh. my headphones. One sec. And you should be thanking me for cheating oh. on you. Hello. Uh, okay. I do, I do want to say, I guess we know where George gets it. That's very true. Because he, because he, he literally was like, too. "I hope that Anne turns out to be a lesbian, so it's actually okay that Good I was that cheating I cheated on, her. on her." You're right. God. Yep. Maybe that's like just mother, Brenda- like son. I think that's just what Brenda thinks. Yeah, I guess so. So, so then George um, says, "You couldn't have called," and then we just go to commercial, and that's the end of the scene. Okay. Yeah. So now Ethan is in Miss O'Malley's office. Um, he he comes to ask her if she can give him relationship advice. With yeah, about he wasn't Kathy. even like called into her office no. for cheating. No, well, he, he didn't just cheat. coincidentally it was, happened. It was to very go to her obvious office. that he wasn't cheating because he approved with epic facts and logic, and and it was Layla who was you know rubbing. But her Jordan, Jordan, on Jordan as mm-hmm. we all know, mm-hmm. if you allow someone to cheat off of you, mm-hmm. you are cheating. That okay? So so like I'm sure you know like they fucking drill this in your head when you're in college that they're uh-huh. like if you cheat once, if you ever get caught cheating, that's a permanent fail with like a mark that goes on your transcript forever so every job you ever apply for will see that you got kicked out of college for academic dishonesty i'm just thinking about like you know the drill if someone looks at your paper you're responsible for it sorry and i'm just getting angry online about it just sort of feeling really normal about this show and how (laughs) how uh how it's not ethan's fault i hate ethan and it's i'm not okay okay it's not Ethan's to, fault that she was cheating fair, off of his test did, at first. He did notice it. That's the the distinction. Like if someone's looking at your test and they and you don't notice it, that's one thing. But he was trying to be cool about it. Yeah, he saw of. her doing it and he was like, "Okay, whatever, whatever." Because you know, there's no reason this will backfire. I just think yeah. the rule is funny. Of if you if you if someone cheats off your test, then you're you're guilty of their crimes. Yeah, it does. It does suck that you have to be a snitch. But. but I love, I love this. I love this. Uh, where, where simultaneously she is proving that that he cheated, but also kind of you know, giving him the old "Wow, Ethan, you're such a genius." Kathy treatment, where he says, uh, where she says, 
Well, you and May, you and Le- Layla only missed the same one question out of a hundred. You're incredible. You're Ethan. incredibly smart and also a yeah. And then uh, she says, "You should have spent more time studying than trying to fill out that survey of yours. Otherwise, you could have gotten a hundred percent. But it doesn't matter because you're cheating, apparently." Um, yeah, I, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Also, I don't know if we said the reason that he comes to O'Malley's office is he's like, uh, "Can I talk to you about my girlfriend?" And she says, "No." And he says. Oh, I mean, can I talk to you about the spelling bee? And she says, ah, that's an a- that's an extracurricular activity. So, yes. I mean, this is fucking Ben Boykovich. I want to join band very obviously did- for terrible reasons bullshit. Did you like how he's like, how do you do the spelling bee? And then she takes like a full minute explaining how. She explains how- the, the like pr- path of progression. Through the spelling bee. And then like, finally, after about an entire minute, Ethan's like, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. So yeah, she she says, uh, your teacher, by the way, what a coincidence that you're here because your teacher saw you cheating. Uh, and then he says, no, I wasn't. And then she says, you're good at math. Uh, and <laughs> you're then, Ethan. You're a genius. And you know a lot about people. So um, he... He, uh, he, he said... Basically, he's like... Uh, you know, when I when I used to cheat, I admitted it, but now I'm not cheating. Uh, so if so, you I, know that I'm the not fact cheating. that I'm the fact that I'm denying it means means, means that I didn't do it. Yeah, sure. And then whatever. O'Malley says, "Well, you know, you you allowed her to copy off you, and that's cheating too." And then he says, "Well, I you know what? I wasn't trying to cover my answers, so I guess I was yes, cheating I, anyway." And that's can the last I do we the spelling bee that I said I'm guess, not interested in. I guess that they just let him off the hook for it because he did. Because he did agree and con- confess to the fact that he cheated. Or yeah, it doesn't come up again. It doesn't matter. So uh, Layla is walks also in here and, she, and, says, and then we'll Ethan says, hey, the teacher ratted you out, not me. And that's the end of the scene. Ben and Chloe are talking about Ben going to summer school. It's every scene they have together, I just cannot stop looking at how old Chloe's actress is and how... She she is two years older than Ken Bauman and her character is supposed to be three years Fif- younger yeah, than Yeah, 15. Than this is a 15-year-old, 26-year-old. My large adult sister. Yeah. They're eating lunch together in front of a green screen. Um, they're, yeah, they're having delicious green screen lunch. Um, he's talking about, ben you know, ta- one of the, one of the funniest things about the green screen on this show is I'm going to say the two funniest things are every time someone walks behind them and Giant looks way teens. too close to the camera. Giant teens. What are these uh, teens putting in their milk now? And two, the fucking like, outdoor courtyard area where they're eating lunch in front of the green screen it's not even the same school uh well, like you know every ben, time we've ben seen down outside this at school it's been a different fucking school for the past season it, you know he burned it down it happens this is a different school so ben is talking about how it, like he's gonna go to summer school with amy because specifically because amy's going because um, he thinks amy's going he thinks amy's going so just to take precaution um they talk about how, like, Leo expects slash thinks Ben is going to go to Europe because it's a hell of a lot cheaper than paying for an apartment and that Leo's going to make Ben pay for the apartment himself. This is a fun callback. I liked this when Chloe says, because he says, like, I got a bunch of money in the bank for my dad. And then Chloe says, like, oh, you can't get access to your money until you're 30. And even then, you have to take it out in certain amounts until you're 40, which is actually a callback to Leo, uh pushing back the date that he's yeah, able when to was access that was that when ben was like trying to take amy to europe i it, you know 
This is an impossible. This is finding a needle in a haystack. Which which thing did Ben do to <laughs> which piss bad me off? thing did Ben? Do? Which of the one thousand crimes of Ben Boykovich was was this responsible for this? But I thought it was a weird callback that I always fantastic thought Leo was, meets the crimes of Boykovich. I always thought this was a bluff, but I guess he did it and told Chloe about it too. Yep. So Chloe makes a comment about like. Ben going off to New York and giving up the family business, and Ben's like, I don't, I never want, I never wanted, I don't know why anybody thought that I wanted to work in the family business, I've never expressed any interest in that. I want to be an artist, and then Chloe says, you should be a meat artist. It's really funny that Chloe's a complete newcomer to this family, yet she's so dead set on getting ben to do what i guess she just really owes a debt to leo i guess i guess i mean if she owes a debt to leo she should repay it by helping ben leave this this is my disgraceful teen crime of the episode when ben says uh they say you should do what you love and the the only thing i love is amy jurgens she's my muse she's my artistic muse the epiphany four fucking episodes ago it was just to make us have to hand it to ben as a joke as a prank what literally why did they do that just to own us sam brenda wanted to own us online jesus so he's uh, more obsessed with amy now than he was a season ago ben has never written or done art on the show but he's now an artist and amy is his muse and ben also once again reiterates that he doesn't think that ricky and amy are going to get married because amy all quote unquote always bolts always uh specifically when scary creepy old men are trying to make a funny weirdness happen at your wedding yeah and let's let's be honest there's no way in hell that there is a chapel on earth in this show's universe that isn't run by a creepy old man yeah albert albertson uh do you do you know what i remember just thinking about this show was that ricky was the one who instructed amy to run it wasn't even amy's she was actually kind of having a fun time and then ricky's like we gotta get out of here get to the door And I think it was Ricky's fault that it was his idea to leave and Amy was fine staying there. And I I think about that all the time. So Amy's all, Amy is characteristically famous for bolting from these situations and, and Amy's going to be living in bed. It's not even like she fucking left him at the altar. She, she was 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 just like, okay, Ricky, if you don't want to get married at this place, then I'll go with you. You shall not pass Gandalf quote. (laughs) Ha ha. So, um, Amy is now Madison and Lauren are back. Uh, I, I should I should stress once again that Ben says that Amy's not going to marry Ricky because she's living with him hey, in New York. Hey, where where Henry and Alice? Uh, I've I've said this before. It's it's cheaper to pay Chloe than it is to pay for Henry and Alice for Ben to talk to. It's one less actor. I'm I miss them. And Amy Amy Ryder and Henry Henry <laughs> are Henry's you know, actor name. Shit, it's Henry's actor. Um, they've been on the I show since this. season one, so they probably get it paid a lot more than Chloe adults so it's cheaper to afford and you know henry has like a wife and three kids too because his actor is so old i'm gonna google henry's actor's name i need to he's like he's like he's like brenda i'm sorry i'm not gonna be on the show anymore i've got i've got grandkids now alan evangelista alan evangelista has grandkids now and he he and you know there's no henry without alice um remember when ben had sex with alice and it no, had, so Amy's, Amy's talking to her best friends, Madison and Lauren, who still exist. Uh, I and she's, fucking love this because of how anti-Amy this one scene is. Yeah, she's like, she's like, so I set a date. We're getting married the day after graduation. And Madison says, we got into Berkeley, both of us. Yay! And then Amy's like, oh, you know, I was kind of hoping that you would apply to Hudson. And Lauren we, says, we, we did. did apply to Hudson and we got in, but we're going to Berkeley. We're going to the one you're not going to because we don't like you. 
Like, don't get let's, me wrong. Let's it's, be honest. It's this cheaper. Is good. It's considerably cheaper to go to in-state college. Yes. And that's not it's the reason. better that Amy doesn't ever see them again. Yeah, th- th- that's true. I just think it's funny that they, it's just like they're trying to own her one last time. Just one yeah. last time to exclude Amy. Yeah. Just so to Amy, own her, really. They don't even, by the way, they don't even say a thing that's like, uh, oh, we wanted to go, we, we were but hoping so to go expensive. with you, but you wanted to go to Hudson, it's too expensive. Or like, oh, we've always dreamed of going to Berkeley. No, they're just, they're both super smart and they right, got they're in. they're just like, we're going to Berkeley. Ha ha, we win. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but so that's Grace. Good. Grace sits down with them, and Amy's like, oh, Grace also got engaged. And Madison says, I got into Berkeley. Bye. And then, and then literally leaves. No, she says, she actually says, I always thought you and Jack were meant to be, uh, we had sex in Ricky's bed goodbye, and I'm never going to mention that again. And then Amy... And uh, then they leave. Yeah, and then they leave. Uh, Amy asks Grace if she's going to stay in state for college. She says, and like, this is like... This is like post-martial death depression level, Grace. She's yeah. so fucking dejected in life right now. She's like... <sighs> You know, Jack's life was disrupted enough when he got into his in- when he was injured, and I I hope that I can get into medical school because the University of Five Miles Away doesn't have one of those because they only believe in faith healing because it's a Christian academy, and uh, <laughs> and also by the way, uh, did you know that our parents are getting married? Also, right. I I do I do want to say. Um, <laughs> I, I did earlier say that the thing with Dee Dee uh, threatening her will not come up this episode. It doesn't. Nobody talks about it this episode. No, but it's you got you. The, the, sort the of, repercussions are very. The sort much of Dee Dee Cleese is hanging over Grace's head at every moment. Yeah. So so Grace says, "Oh, our parents uh, uh, almost ran off and got married yesterday." Amy says, "Oh, I didn't know that." And then Grace says, "Yeah, what happened is my grandma Victoria showed up and stopped it. We used to call her Queen Victoria, but the nicknames got worse as we got older. And I'm not going to give any examples, so let's just move yeah, on we, from that. It's writing is hard. Queen Victoria. Come she's up, such a dick. She looks at the camera and says, "Listeners, come up with the meanest names that you can for our grandma, Queen and then Victoria. send them to Brenda Hampton so she can write it into season six. Yeah, vote six. now on your phones, so and we'll revisit <laughs> this next week <laughs> when the show is over. So Grace says that she." Uh, she oh yeah she says i like, love i love this grace mm-hmm. said grace is like oh my grandma has always ruined everything in my mom's life and amy just goes huh interesting yeah she says something about like oh i did i i don't think my grandma's gonna have an excuse no, no ex- not, not have an excuse oh what is it a- amy says amy says do you think that your grandma oh, might yes. get in the way of your wedding with jack and grace says Oh, I don't think she would be much of an excuse. Oh, right. Yes, <gasps> yes. Oh, I wonder what that means. Because Grace doesn't want to get married. Yeah. So and then Kathy-, Kathy sits down with them, the classic friend group of Amy, Kathy, and Grace. Ethan is driving me insane. He's such a shithead. And then Grace says, Grace, uh, cool teen moment here. Grace and Amy just being like, break up with him. You don't need a guy. Grace I, is like, I don't, I don't agree with this being a cool teen moment. And I'll tell you why. Why? They're telling because- him to break up with. Telling her because, 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 I don't think the show knows that she should break up with Ethan. It uh, comes across as Grace and Amy are dealing with their own relationship issues, so they're projecting and they're telling her to break up with her boyfriend because they went out of their relationships. I'm an empiricist. I look at the world objectively. I love facts and I love logic. And therefore, well, if you love facts at- and logic, then I don't think this should be a cool team moment because Amy's like, oh, you should break up with him. And Grace says, yes, you should break up with him. And then Kathy says, ugh, it's like I'm talking to my mom. Bye. Okay, I don't like that part. I like Grace and Amy telling, okay. 
You would like the version of the scene where Amy and Grace tell Kathy that Ethan is the is the one for her and not to break no, up. No, I would like the version of the scene where they tell Kathy to break up with Ethan and she says, "What are you talking about? I was never dating him." He's such okay, a piece of shit. Okay, but the only other the only other cool teen moment in this show is the fucking thing that happens at the end that was pretty epic. Um and I don't think that's a, that moment doesn't really concern teens and this is a cool teen moment. I just want Kathy to break up with Ethan, okay? I think. Well, then you should be unhappy about the fact that she disagrees with them. I'm saying that it's cool of Amy and Ke- Grace to tell her to break up with Ethan because no one else okay. has done that. No one else has ever said this guy is no good and he's a fucking except for her creepo. parents, except for her parents who are correct objectively, but they're also really weird about it because they do the whole "well, you're more policing your sexuality." I'm just saying, man. It's it's. This is the advice she needs to hear. It doesn't matter why it's coming out of their their mouths because it's what she needs to hear. I just can't call it a cool teen moment because of the fact that the the basis of it is that Amy and Grace are both miserable. Well, they are both miserable, and they should be miserable, and they should all want to break up with the people they're with. It's an objective truth. Well, now you sound like George. Yeah, you're miserable. You should be. She should be miserable. She hates Ricky and doesn't want to be with him. Grace is being forced at gunpoint literally to marry Jack. Why? Yeah, and it's fucked up. You fucking freak. You think it's bad that Amy and Grace are projecting their own horrible, shitty relationship problems? No, I think it's bad that they don't know that they want to break up. (laughs) But Grace does know she wants... I, well, okay, Amy okay. doesn't know that she wants to break up with Ricky. Grace knows that she wants to, but and she, she can't, and I don't think that's cool for she's teens. she's going to die if she does. Right, and I think, think about, that's bad. No, but they're trying to keep Kathy from getting into this situation. You want Kathy... I don't, no, 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 what, what my point is... I get is, your point. This is not I don't value- think that they see Ethan as bad. I think they're just telling her to break up with him solely because of their own issues. The ends justify the means for this one. Okay, it doesn't matter. It's what they need to say. It's what she needs to hear. Fair enough. So, um, Kathy leaves because Kathy she thinks says, that- you gross. She I doesn't love Ethan listen to their so advice. Good. She Goodbye. agrees with Sam. She should be with Ethan. Um, then George is talking to his mom, uh, and apparently she's visited. She says, I've been everywhere, man. All 50 states. And then she names them all. And, yes. uh, uh, she sings the funny song that we learned in school. Yeah, and then she, George, George, uh, apparently kicked her out to keep the yeah, secret. Yeah, he told her, get out of my house and never come back because she found, she found out. out he was cheating on his wife. Never! You're not my mom anymore! Fuck what you! What a fucking scumbag! He is the main character. He's she good... found out he was cheating on his wife and so he, he told his mom, his I never want to see you again. His own mom, who clearly from this episode loves him very much. That's so fucked up. You don't like that? And, like, we don't even, like, the the show doesn't even fucking, like, take the, the perspective of, like, what a scumbag George is. Well, it's no, no, just no, no, like, no, 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 because he's vindicated because Anna's gay. Right, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, um, what a, what a funny misunderstanding. She thought it was bad that he was cheating on his wife. Yeah, and then, how do they get the, how does the conversation steer towards Victoria's heart? Uh, he, he says, hey, mom, do you know why Victoria's husband left her? It's, it's completely apropos of nothing. And she says, oh, it's because she has a bad heart. And George's response to that is, she has a heart? Oh my god. George! George! So then he says, he says, how long does she have? Like, years? Months? And then his mom just makes DreamWorks face at him and the scene ends. (laughs) She points, she points to the fucking timestamp on the episode. (laughs) This much. So, um, 
We then cut to Victoria rearranging Kathleen's dishes. She complains about how far her dishwasher is away from the cabin. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. As as she, because it's a pretty long, slow shot of her slowly rearranging these dishes, and I was like, "Oh God, am I about to watch an old woman die?" <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, she, the, I mean, I mean, I'm traumatized by Mimsy when she was like, "And this is the drawer where the forks go. John can live in here." This so, scene really felt like we were about to watch this old woman have a heart attack and die. Uh, well, Brenda couldn't afford that kind of acting. From- <laughs> Seriously. Hey, Beth, Beth Grant is very talented. I believe Beth, Beth Grant is very talented. I'm saying that if Brenda said, we need you to pretend to die on screen, then it would have costed more. So, yeah, that, uh, sure. Kathleen's like, uh, she's like, uh, sorry, I don't want to take care of you because you don't like me that much. Oh, she says, I don't even think you wanted me to take care of you. And then, and then Victoria's like, oh, I well, like no, you. She, she says, I, I didn't think that you liked me. Yeah, I didn't think you'd like me. I don't know why you'd want me to take care of you. That's what and I she said. Says, and she says, of course I like you. I just I don't, don't always like agree choices. with the choices you make. And then Ka- she... Kathleen confesses that she was the one. Women, she's the one who cheated on George uh, with the sock salesman. And also, uh, she brings up Marshall and Jeff. She brings up Jeff for the first time, which I think is funny because, um, because like, Victoria has no reaction to the fact that Kathleen was second married. Yeah. Um, Okay, so this Victoria... is where it gets fucked up. This is where it gets fucked up because Victoria yeah. shows up, Marshall's wallpaper, the poor man, and then she says, "Like, well, yeah, I need to tell you the truth. The reason I didn't go to the funerals because I knew Marshall Marshall was cheating on you, uh, missionaries gossip. So, so she knew the whole time, and the reason she didn't go. First of all, she never told her daughter, even though she knew, and that might have been something she might have wanted to know, especially after Marshall died. By the way, maybe she should have known that. Um, yeah." But, but, she shows up, she says, uh, Marshall rest his soul, you removed his perfect wallpaper, and that, look, Marshall was a scumbag, but you should not have passed up I on I mean, his, his, the wallpaper was objectively it was, just it fucking, was it was incredible. Great. It was incredible, and, uh, I've never seen anything like it. Kathleen talks about, you, like, in this yeah, one, in this one instance, in this, you gotta hand it to Marshall. You do have to great hand wallpaper. it to Marshall's wallpaper, and it was a shame that you got rid of it. Kathleen talks about how she, uh... How Marshall had a secret family and talks about Jacob, who I never thought we'd get mentioned again on the show. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, and Victoria, Victoria says, she's like, you know what, Ka- uh, Kathleen, you, you deserve better than, than Marshall. And then Kathleen's like, wow, mom, that's the, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. And Victoria says, you know, the reason I came here, it's not just because of, it's not just because I, I need to be taken care of. It's because I, I want to get to know you, and I want to get to know my grandkids. And I Kathleen want to speed says, run my the rest of my life on the show. <laughs> Kathleen says, "Why? Why now? Because I don't. I don't really want my kids to have to be subjected to your constant judgment." And then Victoria's like, "Well, I'm. You know what? It's a. It's a bad habit. I picked it up from from your father's church." I, and then she mentions. She says. She mentions her diagnosis. She says that she doesn't have long to live, and she says, "I. I wanted to come and see you and ask for forgiveness." But I, I talked about it with your dad, and he said no, uh, and I, I told him I was going to go anyway, and I didn't care what he thought, and he, he shunned me, because apparently she's Amish, I guess? She's in, like, fucking weird, I mean, I don't know anything about Christians. She's in, like, she's in, like, weirdo church. She's in, yeah, like, big like, boy I, church. I looked up religions that shun people, and here's I what don't I know found, if, okay? I, don't, I mean, I don't know if it necessarily, she's, she's just in, you know, like, swamp church. Yeah, well, well, I just, I, I looked up religions that shun people, okay? Uh, Mormons shun people. Does, Amish people shun people. 
You know, Jehovah's you can just, Witnesses like, shun, but they call it disfellowshipping. So I don't think that's you it. You know that I have you one. Can shun, hold on. You know that shunning can be just like I could if I just stop talking you, to you, I, you could say that I'm shunning. No, she you. she made it pretty fucking clear that it was like a religious thing. Like the people yeah, in her, well, okay, the but people if, where she lives won't even talk to her anymore. But it sounds like she's into some weird extremist religion. That's my point. Well, well, if you'll let me finish my point, okay. There's another religion that shuns people, and I want to know what you think. Hmm. Could Victoria be a Scientologist? I don't know enough about the views of Scientology on gay people and trans people to answer that confidently. I'm just going to say no. Why not? Okay, so she's she's nondescript swamp Christian. No, because 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 uh, Kathleen always talked about how she had like such like they they policed her they like policed her every move and when she she had like had premarital sex or whatever. Oh, she like got married early because she didn't want a premarital sex. She's in swamp church. Okay, she's in. Weird I mean, I, I don't church. know why you're just assuming that Scientology isn't really weird. Scientology about that kind of thing. loves sex before marriage. It's a fact. Anyway. Okay, so so Victoria, she says, uh, your father shunned me, he left me, uh, uh, he divorced me uh, after 40 years of marriage, and he found someone else who would obey him, and then she's like, you know, when I was, when I was younger, when I was in high school, I was popular, I, I, I was such dance. a fun person, I liked to dance, I was a good time gal, like Mimsy, and then she says, I, she basically says, like, she wants to... She's trying to, like, get away from, from the church and, and, like, rediscover who she is and reconnect with her family. And she says, by the way, do you think that Grace should really be getting married? And Kathleen sighs, and she's like, uh... I was thinking, wow, that's a very sad and very tragic story. And uh, it's really strange that uh, it kind of gar- uh, kind of sabotaged that sympathy by having her show up and be a huge fucking bigot for no reason. I don't... Uh, honestly, Brenda- I don't think... I don't think that that invalidates it. Because from the perspective of this is an old woman who was in basically like, it sounds like a really oppressive religious marriage where she kind of was forced to absorb everything that the church told her over 40 years. And and the idea of her saying, you know... I've been so religious, I've been so uptight and conservative, and I wanna, I wanna get away from that and, and try to, try to be like a, a nice person and, 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 and like connect with my family before I die. I don't think that that's a bad story. I think that that's actually a pretty compelling story, and it would be a lot more impactful if she had ever fucking been on the show. That's what I was gonna fucking say. Because, because yes. On paper, if she had showed up and said shitty things like that all the time and said, Grace, you can't wear that, oh, gay people, blah, 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 that would have been fine if there was an arc. This is one episode that we've known this yes. woman. She was yes. uh, fucking horrible earlier today, and now she's not, because she she learned, that's what I'm saying, like, like this is one day, or maybe two days. Right. That's like, unacceptable. They, they have the idea of, like, a good storyline. But they have five episodes but- <laughs> left, and they decided <laughs> right. the old lady had to die at the end of this one, so. Well, spoilers. <laughs> So, um, we're now, uh, we see a familiar face that I never thought I'd see again. It's Grant. He's here for one more time. I've seen a ghost. He, uh, is here to do the thing he did last week, which was, uh, talk about how awesome his life is since he went to med camp that summer instead of, uh, focusing on not having sex, which was what great. Yeah, this is a, a weird yeah, scene. So, so, so Grace he is... explains that he got into Harvard and she, because he she, went. To... The, 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 what happens is she says, Hey, Grant, uh, I'm engaged to Jack now. And he's like, Oh, cool. I, I got Harvard. into Harvard. And, and then she pissed. flips a shit. Yeah. 
and and he explains because it was he was cuz he went to med camp every summer and he met the the sturgeon general i and, i uh, sorry mm-hmm. it's not your fault your hands fell off uh you're skipping a lot of stuff ah i see so she flips a shit and she's like Oh, great. It's, it, this is so unfair that you're going to Harvard. I always wanted to go to Harvard. You, you never wanted to go to Harvard. And he's like, yes, I did. And she says, well, I'm, but I'm so you. much smarter yeah. than you. And he's like, not really. Like, because you've, you've like let these horrible relationships like take center stage in your life and you've stopped trying in school. And he's kind of being an asshole, but I don't really blame it's him not, considering that she did yeah. cheat on him. She did cheat on him. And she did continue to date Jack for no reason. For yeah. so many, she spent I mean, so he's much right. of her. He he's a d- dick about it, but he is he is correct. He's about right, it. and he's allowed to be a dick. I just think it's really funny that the reason Grace didn't go to med camp was so confusing that I still don't fully to this day understand it. It was wasn't like, it wasn't the it whole was because po- yeah what was it she was like I want to live with Adrian to prove so that we can I prove don't- that I don't need guys or that I'm not gonna date guys even though like why not pursue your dreams and study over the summer how does that not prove that you're like career motivated and don't need <laughs> right. a man in your life but because well Daniel- she needed to, she needed to prove that she's not just only interested in guys by being adrian's roommate so that she could kiss adrian thereby proving that she might be interested in girls <laughs> fuck you fuck that fuck this show ah fuck that and they did touch feet which was really they hot, did they so. did touch feet that was which really is, good I, nice i mean that's I, basically I marriage that <laughs> when you <laughs> when you touch feet with a person this is a fact you do get legally uh gay married in the state of california it's kind of yeah. a it's kind of a funky li- liberal thing yeah. So, um, so, so then Grace, here to be- Grace is, it's Grace's turn to do DreamWorks face. And she, she's like, Hey, Grant, I would really like to sleep with you. And he's like, what? And she says, well, think about how great our sex was. And don't we want the same things in life? And he's like, Grace, what are you doing? And she says, I don't know. Yeah. Grant tells her to, uh, he, he says, uh, oh, yes. She, she says, says Jack under, is going to ruin her life. Yeah, she says you're under a lot of pressure. She thinks Jack is going to ruin her life. Uh, she's, someone is trying to kill her. Um, Grant tells her to go see a professional, and then Grace says that uh, if she sees a psychologist, they can tell her that marriage is bad so she can get out of her marriage. And then Grant uh, – I wrote this and then Grant said it where he's like, you can't get a doctor's note to get out of marriage. Marriage is for grownups. You don't need a reason. Just say no. And then she says like, for the love of God, Dee Dee's – she's like whispers like, Dee Dee's going to fucking kill me if I say no. <laughs> My life is in danger. Please call the cops. She threatened to kill me on the screen. Watch yeah, the I wish tapes. she said that. Um, yeah, um, she doesn't say that. She just or says I wish that hadn't happened. She can't say no, and Grant doesn't see any red flags. Uh, and then he says, uh, he says, please let me know how that turns out. And then he does the fucking final shoulder touch of the show for sure. He does he puts a his funny hand, hand on shoulder this is thing his from goodbye. season two, but he, but instead of saying hi, Grace, he says, bye, goodbye, Grace. Grace. How are you? I, just kidding. I don't care. Goodbye. So, um, and I don't think I had a cool team moment this week. So that's my cool team moment because that was an actual callback that I actually thought was kind of funny. So Ethan approaches uh Brian. He's like, "I'll help you. St- I'll help you." Look, he when says, "Hey, two, I looked for you dudes- at the Trident." Yeah, what? He what? says, "Hey, I looked for you at lunch." 
And then he okay. says, I'm Kathy's boyfriend. You're and, like, you're like, and, you're like, what is a story where two people look for, ah, that's right, from, you know, from A Song of Ice and Fire. Well, he two- says the phrasing, he says, I look for you at I don't know. Well, no one uh, else has ever looked for any other characters. It was I'm a sorry, very sorry specific if I'm being phrasing. A little, I'm sorry if I'm being a little spicy this week. I'm just still pissed that you, uh, side, that you sided with, uh, with Kathy in this situation. That's not what happened. So, <laughs> the listeners know that I'm right and you're wrong. So he says, I'm Kathy's boyfriend and you need to stop and you, pretending and you, do love that you need you a do spelling partner. Um, yeah, he, he explains that he can tutor him because he's a boy and two boys are allowed to talk on the show. In the this fact. is ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan's like, if you need a spelling partner, how about me instead of Kathy? And Brian says, oh what's yeah, your what's your GPA, bitch? <laughs> show me the numbers, bitch. And then Ethan this says, I don't have a car. Donald Trump ha, ha, just compar- comparing IQ scores to own people online. So, um, yeah, so Ethan, Ethan says, hey, I'm smarter and better looking than you, which is not true. And then Brian says, spell ubiquitous. And he spells and he ubiquitous. And, he says, and then he says, spell coquettishly. And he spells coquettishly. And then he says, spell opprobrious. And then he goes, A, P, O, hell, he can't spell. I can't believe the amount of time that we spent on this scene of Ethan trying to spell different words. Well, but anyway. I like that because he spelled two words too correctly, which, you know, shows that he does have the fundamentals. He is he is a perfectly smart man, boy, and perfect. So he could spell two out of three, which is pretty good. He's pretty smart. Pretty He's pretty, yeah. He, uh, I, I think you'll, if you look back, uh, you will find that he is, quote unquote, a genius. He is a genius. So, uh, do, is there anything else to say about Ethan's conversation with Brian? Nope. Brian walks away and Brian Le- walks uh, away. Layla approaches. <laughs> it's just a fucking, uh, like, conveyor belt of, of characters on this show. Yeah, she says, I'm here now, and she says... I'm mad because you ratted me out. I hate algebra. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah he, he then better. gives her cheating tips. Yeah, and he's then like, he says... you shouldn't have copied all my answers. And then I fucking want to wring this little punk's inequities, like, why... Why don't I tutor you? And then so this is this is part of the reason that I'm inclined to say that Ethan is supposed to be wrong in this storyline because he's giving Kathy all this shit about like you can't do a spelling thing with a boy, and then he he offers to fucking tutor Layla in algebra. Layla, okay. who smacked him on the ass and told him how good looking and smart he is. Two things. Number one, um, here's the thing. If Ethan is trying to make Kathy jealous, never on the show has two characters trying to make another character jealous not been a good thing because it means that it's a it's a way of showing how much he loves her. I don't think he's trying to make her jealous. I think that he's trying to cheat on her. You think? Because I thought it was because what if one character hung out with another character and pretended to date a character because he wanted? To I don't make know. Her maybe, maybe that's what he's going for. You I, love, I you love really the Brenda tell. Gambit. But I do also, love it. It's great. But also, if Ethan is trying to cheat on her, then wouldn't you really support Matt, uh, Amy and uh, Grace just telling Kathy to fuck, uh, uh, get the fuck out of that relationship? Seems to me that your number one Kathy and Ethan ship are on this show. You know damn well that I don't like them being together, and I'm going to kick your ass if you say that one more time. So, uh, uh, Ethan's. This is okay. This is this is fucking weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he he's like, hey, I can help you in algebra. Just don't. Quote, text me any offers because I've had some problems in that area. He doesn't want to say what he did because he fucking knows what he did. And then, and then, but this is weird when Layla smiles serenely and says, same hat. I also went to juvie for doing sex crimes. I don't know what she means. She said, cause he says, don't text me any offers, meaning don't send me nudes. I've had some problems in that area. And she says, so have I, but I'm sure neither of us want to make the same mistake twice. 
I mean, I, I mean, there's only two ways that could have gone. I, I feel. Does she, she? Does she? Does did, she mean she was that either, she sent someone nudes and then they? Yeah, it's just, either that or she did the Ethan thing where she sent out people's nudes to fuck with them and and be shitty about it. Either yeah. I think. Okay, I, I have a, I have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I think that what the show is going for is that Ethan was a victim because he was That's sent so, nudes. This is so sad, and he did distribute them to get revenge. Yeah, and then he got punished for it, which is fucked up, because oh, she sent so him the sad. pictures. That's, and yeah, Layla that. is also a victim, because she probably sent someone nudes, and then they did the thing. God, I remember when I was in high school, we literally had, like, the no cyber sex, and it really did just completely put the onus on, don't send pictures, because someone else might distribute them, and that's your fault for sending them out. And it's just like, don't, like, like, maybe it's not a great idea, but also, you can't just completely ignore the fact that a person did a crime... Like a yeah, literal so, crime. So I but guess I guess Ethan really... was the victim, and now we feel bad for him, and we support him. So more evidence in the in the category of Ethan. This is so sad. He is he is the good boy, and it's really he is correct. Um, Ethan, uh, Ethan and Omar. That is not the right names. Adrian and Omar are uh, they're having like it's, they're in bed, fully dressed, but it, they just had sex and they're making like uh 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 what neutral yeah. So like, the ooh, the condom face. broke and he maybe ejaculated prematurely and decided to celebrate by ooh. putting his shirt and pants back on. <laughs> I did it. Check out how fast I could get dressed. He was he was so startled by the condom breaking that he blew his load right. Maybe then and he there. nutted so fast that he didn't even have time to get undressed. He, did, put he didn't have time inter- to not put his shirt on. So, um, he's like, she, they have this whole conversation because this show is still this show and they really needed to have a conversation about having sex before marriage and, and, yeah, it's, 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 we're five and episodes con- from the end. And, uh, let's, let's get one more in. And condoms have broken like three out of three times now. Ben and Adrian, uh, Adrian and Omar and Anne and, and then fucking David. So that's three for three now. Um, yeah. So Adrian is on the pill and she talks about how she's not changing pills this time. So it's probably fine. And then he says, get the morning after pill. And then, uh, she says she's not worried. What's the worst that could happen? I could get pregnant and you'd get what you want because I'd have to like move to New York with you. And no, raise your- you wouldn't. There's no reason that you would ever need to think that. Is there any more about this scene that we need to That's discuss? the end of that scene. We'll come back to them in a bit. George, but that's the end of it. Period. George, hero of the show, main character is doing the main plot of this season, which is he's sampling the different kinds of beef. Who cares? Beef Who and the cares? old beef. Who and cares? then he introduced Amy cares? is here Who and he says, cares? he says, meet the chef Eli. This is so Who important. Cares? Who cares? Who cares? Okay. And Who then he cares? Says, do you want some food? Amy says she lost her appetite talking to Grace because they're both they're, they're both in horrible relationships that they want out of. Dude, did you notice? Hmm. George was full on marshalling in this scene. Was his he head was at a thirty posing. degree angle. His neck he was, was like, fucking broken. He was. <laughs> oh, you're approaching me at my own restaurant. So Amy, uh, he says that, he tells Amy that uh, him and Kathleen are getting married, and Amy already knew that because she learned from Grace. Um, and then he says, I've got another surprise for you. And Amy says, is it money for school? And he says, no. never, never. Oh, he said, he literally says never. And yeah. then, uh, unnamed grandma's here. Um, yeah. And, and, and apparently she's been gone for so long that Amy doesn't even know who the fuck she is. Yeah. She's yeah. like, who, who's this woman? Well, oh, it's grandma. And then she says, weren't you living in a biosphere in Sweden? <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I was so caught off guard by that line that I did laugh out loud at it. Yeah, she she isn't she, not anymore. And, and she said she she does say yes, I was, but now I I'm was. Back. Biosphere was full, so I'm come back. She she does like 
I'm excited to meet my good son, Ricky, who I've been told I have to love. And also my great grandson. He sure is a great grandson. Can you believe it? So here's the thing that happens, okay? Mm Because Brenda wrote the episode. Mm -hmm. George's mom is like, oh, I can't believe I'm a great grandma. You know, I'm I'm so young that people keep coming up to me and mistaking me for for George's wife. And isn't Amy that just twisted? goes, isn't that twisted? Amy, Amy literally just like goes, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn, that's hot. Damn, what the fuck is up with Brenda and did weird you hear? Did you hear Ted Cruz click and like on that one? Remember when Nora was like, Amy, you look just like me. Like it's me. like he's been having sex with his mom. Adrian talking about having sex with her brother. Fucking Ricky There's and something Clementine. Deeply wrong with Clementine, Ricky and Clementine talking about uh fucking we're basically brother and sister because <laughs> we like, it's like we're siblings. Because they lived together for like four months when they were ten. Oh, this show is fucked up. Brenda, what is wrong with you? Everything. So, so everything. Amy Amy is like, hey, so grandma, are you gonna be sticking around? And she says, Well, I'll be sticking around for tonight. And Amy says, What's tonight? And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> Uh, well, one, one old person dies at the end of this episode, but it's not going to be me. So <laughs> Kathy and, Kathy and Ethan are babysitting John, uh, which is, I think, a giant character twist for Ricky, who never <laughs> would have let this happen. Ethan would fucking, do you, hey, Kathy, do you know how much you can sell a healthy Caucasian three-year-old for? <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, Kathy's very mad because, uh, Ethan messed up his plans, her, her, her Brian plans. Yeah. They argue about, oh, you're They're just, just sitting on the couch looking fucking miserable. They're looking miserable. They're also not paying attention to John, who does not peer, appear in this John episode. John does not, no. He's, he's wearing his costume. He's off screen T posing in his adorable costume. He's flying his little plane. Uh, Kathy talks about how they're, t- cause, cause he's like, she's like, we need to see other people and have, not like, well, I would be great if she said that, but she says like, we need to have other friends, <laughs> uh, and, and, or have mutual friends. Uh, yes, we, it, it's not good that we're like 16 years old and we only ever see each other. Yeah. And, and then, then Ethan's like, he, what about Braddy and Caddy? Those people suck and hate. Appar- I guess Kathy's friends with, with them again. Cause she doesn't say that they're not friends anymore. Yeah. Sh- she's just like, Oh, they know. Uh, so then she's, she's like, Oh, Oh no. She says they don't need help with spelling. <laughs> Yeah, they're great spellers. They Which is, spell. I guess, the only circumstance where Kathy would ever hang out with anyone. Hey, Brady, Caddy, cr- spell cringe. C-R-I-N-G-E. Great. So, <laughs> so she, she says you should have been nice to Brian so that, so that we could all hang out as friends. Uh, and then Ethan's like, why don't you only want to hang, why don't you want to hang out with just me? Is it because you're afraid that we'll have sex? And she says, Ethan, if you want to have sex, go have sex with Layla, because I'm not having sex in high but school then, again. Ooh, but, but then, ooh, but then she, but then she little, says, okay, I take it back. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Make, Let's make little, out, actually. I like you a lot again. Because it's good, because Ethan's correct and good. He Yay. just, lo- he loves her. Where's John? Yay. So we're back with Omar and Adrian. Uh, he continues asking her about getting a uh, morning after pill. Uh, he's packing to go back to New York, I guess. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I probably don't need the pill. It's probably fine. He says, by the way, you're right. The worst thing that could happen, or sorry, it's not the worst thing that could happen is we'd have to start a family, which would be great. And then Adrian says, no, I'm going to go to my doctor and discuss getting emergency contraceptives because I'm not ready to start a family. She looks uh, She looks directly at the camera and she says, if I think that there's any chance that I could become pregnant, I would talk to my doctor about emergency and contraception says, and, and see what the side effects are and if it's right for me. I was whisked magically back to season one when Omar says... Well, it's always a possibility, and uh, I don't want to start a family until you're out of law school. Uh, so I think we should uh, not have sex 
before we get married again. It's incredible. I was just He like, also he also does he also does look directly at the camera with her and he's like and you know, protection doesn't always guarantee that you won't get pregnant because you're still having sex. He's on birth control. the last episode. Here's a PSA. You're using condoms that are uh, three for three, one hundred percent malfunction rate. But it, you are like a twenty-four-year-old adult, and I think you should wait till marriage, Omar. You are an adult. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. So that's when she she says, Omar, I was already forced into a marriage because of pregnancy once. I'm not letting it happen again because yeah. if she did get pregnant, that would mean that she has to get married and have the baby. Yeah, Adrian uh, and says Omar, that- That's when Omar says, "Well, well, that's oh, a good yeah. point, Adrian. We shouldn't <laughs> have sex until marriage." Brenda Hampton is just like clapping off screen. Thank you, thank you. Yay. So, woo, thank you. So- Adrian, like, says, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to uh, wait till sophomore year, and then I'll transfer to New York City. And then he says, can you put your ring back on, please, for the camera? Just to I show mean, I don't know why. I don't know why she took off her ring. I don't know. Maybe it's uncomfortable. It's chafing. She's doing some finger stuff. You know um, what? I, I've I've never been engaged or married. I don't know how uncomfortable rings are. I don't wear rings. Just doing some maybe, finger maybe stuff. Maybe it sucks okay. to wear them. Maybe. Maybe. Or, or, or. It's not about the way that it feels. It's it's sort of on a medical metaphorical. Uh, Whoa! You know, old, so George isn't Jeff's the chain. only bar and grill and set with Leo. <laughs> There's they, they, something about the they haven't discussed that one important thing yet. Like they're they're buddies. They they're best friends. Uh, now I'm gonna get mad here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that okay? Uh, I mean, it would be a first for the show. So go ahead. It's first okay. time for everything. Yeah. Just just slipping it in right under the wire. Right at the end. So. So Leo is like, hey, uh, did you call me here uh, to talk about how Amy's going to marry Ricky and then go to summer school in Hudson t- and live with Ben in an apartment? So I and guess George that's is- just happening, is it? Well, hold on. Because George is like, what? She? What? I did? What? Uh, and, then, and then George is like, where Where did you hear that? And he says, Ben told me. Leo. Hmm, okay. Well, uh, dad, 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 Amy agreed. Amy agreed that she would live with me in my apartment and that we'd get married. Okay, married. that's great, son. Why, Leo, why would you believe that? Look, George, when, when, when Ben, Ben told me, when you love someone, you gotta, you're gonna be with them forever, and I told him that, and I, I'm sticking with it. He's gonna be with Amy forever. She, like, he's never gonna let her leave. This is so fucking funny, because I have to imagine that this is, like, them, it, it, like, it, at the very end of the show, like, fucking desperate, like, Okay, we need to introduce a like a will they won't they with Amy and Ben again. Like, oh my god, is she going to run off with him at the end? But it's like there's no reason to think that. Ben like is this Ben is a fucking creepy like madman and he told he his t- dad like, "Dad, I Amy's going to live with me and I'm going to take she's, her baby." Uh, she's my plane wife. We were married on the plane. I'm going to raise Leo John. Said, wow, I didn't know that. Thank you for this information, Ben. I, I, I believe didn't know you. you got plane married. This changes everything. Like, why, why would we, there's no fucking reason that we would believe that. Of course that's not gonna fucking happen. Yeah, uh, Leah says, uh, something about how she's going to school with Ben and summer school starts this week. George doesn't think that Ricky would agree to that and he's very upset about it, but then Tom comes in and, and says- And Leah's like, but, 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 George, you need to stop caring about your daughter for once. Tonight is your night and, just- uh, and we don't give a shit about Amy. <laughs> Do you know what I thought this scene was missing, though, was a part where, where Leo uh, bites into his juicy steak and says, Wow, that's Boykovich beef for you. Have a taste. 
I really thought Man. that would have made the scene better. So Tom says, that okay, so cool. Okay, daddy, we're waiting. He says, and then Reverend Stone is there at the restaurant and Amy and Amy and Ricky are also there. Did they walk in or had they listened to George and Leo have this conversation off screen? They were probably just sitting right next to them. <laughs> they were sitting next to him being like, like, like Ricky's like, wait a minute, but you bet you're going to live with Ben. Oh yeah. Well, he knows. And Amy's like, wait a minute, I'm living with Ben. And then Ricky says, yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> okay. Like, Oh my god. So, so, so Reverend Stone Grace, doesn't- Grace and Jack are also here, cause, cause, yeah, George and Kathleen are getting married. Hooray! <laughs> he does this, I just love this scene because this show, everyone on this show is divorced, and everyone on this show, they're, who, sorry, everyone who writes the show is divorced, for sure. And everyone who writes the show also has this as their dream of, of reconciling with their ex-wife or husband and getting remarried and having a sweet, <laughs> undivorced like that's what ken fields like my my ex-wife is still my wife constantly she's my wife forever and if we were ever on a plane she'd be my plane wife and like this is their dream it's like reverend stone is like first marriages are always the the best marriages and once he calls marriage an awesome institution awesome institution it's hell yeah dude dabs every marriage fucking hell yeah i'm flossing for marriage and then he's like he's like but the best of the marriages is the rest of the marriages and when you're married once you're always married forever that's it that's good for life and that's the tea and then amy and grace are yeah yeah Amy and Grace. This is like the most real crying has ever gotten on this show, which is weird that they are, they are fucking sobbing sobbing. and not, not like I'm at a wedding and I'm crying because I'm at a wedding. It's the kind of sobbing where you're like desperate sobbing. Yeah. They're they're like fucking holding each other and like breaking down. Clearly something is going on with them. And Reverend Stone is like, uh, do you, these kids, do, we this to, do we need to put this on hold so you can talk to your daughters? And George just nah. says, it's fine, keep going. I don't have Classic I George. my family, remember? It's horrifying to ID watch. food. It's uh one of the worst scenes in the show, I'd say. We we cannot keep referencing defooing. Sorry. <laughs> it's just so funny how well it applies to George. I think George does ascribe to the ideologies of Stefan. Yeah, George Molina. George do- does kind of think of the Jurgens as his family of origin. He really does. You know what? Like, you know what? I think George probably does listen to Stefan Molyneux. Yeah, because he's like podcast. fucking hates women so much, and he hates women having a say in anything, and he loves divorcing his family. He's a Stefan. Oh, and Molyneux you know what? Fan. There was that scene when he when he was he uh, in Doctor Field's office degrees. having therapy, and then you could hear Stefan Molyneux in the vents. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the QAnon Anonymous episode about Stefan Molyneux. It's funny. It's bad. Or just, but it's, just, just fucking Google Stefan Molyneux vents. He did listen in on his wife's therapy sessions through the vent and try to pill her, his wife's patients through the vents and they heard him speaking. Oh my god. It's fine. Anyway, okay. this was the point in the episode where I, uh, thank, you know, uh, I've officially fully given up on gotojo.org because it's so fucking broken. I actually managed like, to get through a whole episode on gotojo.org. Couldn't be me. I know. Literally, it, like, if we if trade I, every week, if I have to, like, pause the episode for too long to take a note, or God forbid, if I ever, apart. You if can't I ever, start like, it up skip again. back, yeah. literally, like, the episode, the episode will, locks. it will buffer infinitely. I have to refresh it. And then when it reloads, it skips back, like, five times. So I fucking gave up. I went to Daily Motion, and thank God I was on Daily Motion, where I could put this scene in double speed. <laughs> because holy shit, the wedding scene is so fucking like long and slow, and it's like and upsetting. I don't care. 
You don't I like don't it? care about George and Kathleen well, getting remarried. Main, okay, two things. He's the main character. That's number one. Number two, Jack and Ricky are standing there completely, like, unwittingly as Amy and Grace hold each other crying because they don't want to marry their respective partners. Well, they just, partners they just so think much. they're being women and crying at wedding. It must be their time of the month, which I agree with now because it's in season five, and that's true and canonical because of Chloe. Yeah, so the, the wedding scene has the plotting, methodical pace of one of the best of Game of Thrones Oh, episodes. also, 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 uh, you better believe that the sweet music is playing. Oh, yeah, it's as, great. As, as, Amy as Grace and, and Grace Amy are... Because George, George is the main character, and he got what he wanted. But Amy and Grace are, are extremely upset in their life right now, but it's sw- still sweet music. Um, and that's yeah. Good. This this is a fucking miserable scene. It's a horrible scene, but uh, it's it's you know, really one of the most disturbing thing that's that's ever happened on the it's show. It's good that we get a little. It's bit It's right of up there with them playing Angel when Adrian's baby died. Um, and I will say the crying in this scene seemed a little more genuine than the crying when the baby died, which is weird. Well, you know what? It was Amy. Uh, was played by Shailene Woodley, the actress. Uh-huh. And this was her crying. You know how actors will say, like, oh, I think about such and such thing to get myself crying? Yeah. Was she thinking she about She was thinking Angel? about how... She was she, getting in the headspace of being trapped in the marriage with Ricky because she was thinking about how she's trapped in this contract to be on the show. I don't think so because she's almost done. She's free. Shouldn't she be? I know. She was just be, reflecting on all the stuff that she missed and out on. She clapping in this scene. Okay. But, but, you know, that was a sad scene. So we got a little kind of punchline, a little bit of levity to, to cap this uh, episode off. Yeah. Um, Kathleen is in her, like, honeymoon sex robe. It's the morning they're, time. They're playing the credits over, over the fucking scene, like it's, like, the finale of an anime, yeah. and they're skipping the ED. Yeah. So, she's like, Mom, it's me, I'm Also, married. Kathleen, that, that's it, by the way. Grace and Adrian oh, sobbing, yeah, that's the end of the Grace episode. and Amy sobbing at the wedding, like, that's done. Nobody that's, cares. That's plot line resolved, you care. Irrelevant. I mean, they, they, made, they made their choice. They had sex, or, before they great, were married. Great sex. Let's so, go. So, Kathleen is like mom i'm married mom mom and the music is like happy and then it slowly gets sad and then she yeah victoria's dead yeah victoria's dead uh the end man i feel they're poor the the resale value of their house it's so sad the house (laughs) actually i don't know for sure that victoria's dead but i did see on wikipedia that she only appears in two episodes so she doesn't appear again so i have to assume she's probably dead. ring ring hi mom you gave me such a scare last week i'm so glad that you're hanging out with mimsy blogging and we'll never see you again i'm blogging on i hate my daughter uh dot twitter.com slash i hate my daughter (laughs) mimsy's got tumblr that's bread victoria's got twitter let's who are your least favorite and favorite characters uh, I had to give least favorite because I couldn't give it to George or Ben or Ethan. I I had to give it to Layla because she did smack Ethan on the ass and tell him how hot he's how hot and smart he is. Yeah, but like you know that that's sort of Brenda speaking through Layla. Well, Brenda's not an option, so I went with Layla. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's either Layla or man, I don't know something about fucking uh. Grayson and Amy just really ruined George's perfect special day, and I really am unforgivable. That was so mean of them. Well, no, he, they didn't ruin it. He, he didn't care. No, he, he loved it. He really liked it. No, I yeah, guess it, it was gave probably... him a big boner that he used to fuck his new wife. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess it's Layla, too. Uh, and favorite character... You know what? Fuck it. It's Madison and Lauren collectively because of the... Ha ha, we are we... I mean, it's good that they're not friends with Amy, but they still oh, suck. Oh, we're leaving forever. <laughs> I like that, but I don't like them. Um, I actually, character? I do want to check. Uh, when does Madison leave the show forever? That's my question. You think Lauren is sticks around a little longer? Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking. Oh, okay. 
Okay, Matt, we will be seeing Madison in the finale, unfortunately. Okay. Um, favorite character? Uh, same with Lauren. Uh, favorite character? This is, I, I don't mean to say that she's a good person. I gave it to Victoria because I think that she's, she had a character arc in an episode. She had a character, her, it was like compelling. There was depth to her character <laughs> in as much as you can have in a character who's only in one episode and then dies immediately. <laughs> Um, I'm giving, then, if you give it to, to Victoria, I give Madison. it to- No, I was joking. Uh, oh. I'm giving it to- Wait, what? Why did I say Madison? I don't know. I never said Madison. I said Roll that Madison and Lauren were my- I said Madison and Lauren were my least favorite characters. Oh. No, you said Layla. No, I said, I, I said, fuck it, I'm giving it to Madison and Lauren, because you are. Oh, I thought you meant fuck it, you're giving favor to Madison and Lauren. No, 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 no. I was saying it was, it was really funny how they were just like, haha, we're going to school without you, because we are not your friends for some reason. That so, was good of them, though. It was good of them, but like, in, like, for, in a meta level, it's good of them, but like, <laughs> as a, as, as friends of Amy, that's shitty. Yeah, that's, do. that's very shitty. Um, I'll give favorite character to George's funny mom, and I feel for her, and I feel for, bad for the fact that George is her son. Uh, you, you liked the part where she said it turns out that it was good that you were cheating on your wife because she was a lesbian? She said that. I thought George said that. Never mind. No, she I, said that. <laughs> ah! I'll give him to Victoria, too. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. You can't. Why not? Can't, yeah, ah. Oh. Okay, let's, let's, let's do some questions. If you have a question, you can send it to jorgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. We have one question from friend of the show, Trash Squatch. He says, listening to some classic Jorgenit content, and I was wondering, how did you two meet? So I was an embryo. A, a I was an embryo. I, I was an embryo, and Sam was a little boy. And I and showed then Jordan up. Jordan stopped being an embryo, and I said, "Oh, that's interesting." And I then, started being a fetus, and then I was a, a baby, and then I became a little boy. And Sam was a slightly larger boy. And I said, "Hi, I'm here to fuck shit up and break all your things." Can I'm I tell the, you a memory yeah. that I that I just recovered? Is it gonna uh, make how night. bad is it gonna make me feel? It's not. It's okay. just a very weird little little boy memory that I have, okay? Mm-hmm. You were an infant in your crib. Okay. I don't remember this one, unfortunately, so I can't. There's no it. way that you could. <laughs> There's no way that you could. You were an infant in your crib, so I would have been what, three or four. I was T posing in my crib. You were T posing and wearing your costume. And and I I went up to your crib. Uh, this was before I hated you, and I, when we were kids, yeah, uh, and I was not I was in my like, crib as an adult. I'm not, I, I'm not really interested in 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 being right. This in is this <laughs> right. lifestyle. So you you were a fresh little baby. I didn't know that I wouldn't like you yet. So I went up to you and I told you I don't know why <laughs> I was just sharing with you. Snape kills Dumbledore. No, oh! I was just I was just describing to you. Uh, I don't know if it was a preview or a commercial for the home video release of the movie Hercules. Uh-huh! I was just describing it to you. So, Hades, he, he, he eat a big bowl of worms. And I he- just, I, I have a very vivid memory of, like, telling you, and then at the end, one of them goes, it's gonna be big. <laughs> and that's how we met. Um, so we that's have how we one met. more question from friend of the show, Cabe. It says... The fact that Jordan is doing a Yakuza podcast made me finally continue my playthrough of Zero. I just finished Chapter 6, and the final cutscene is the only thing I can think about now. Having uh, Yakuza 0 is my favorite game of all time, and uh, the the end cutscene of Chapter 6 is one of my favorite video cutscenes ever, so you are valid. And also, please tune in to like a podcast when this podcast is over. Is that your Madonna podcast? 
like a podcast. No, it's a joke because in- Is that your The Lonely Island podcast? It's, uh, it's, well, it's because in Japanese, uh, the series is called Like a Dragon. So oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, Ryu Gagotoku means like a dragon. So it's podcast huh. Gagotoku, which means like a podcast, because I think that's a really stupid and funny name for a podcast. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Ah. Chapter six of, of Yakuza is a really good one. There's so much fucking good stuff in that chapter. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, that's all for that's all for this week. That's all the time we have this week. As we always say, bingo time bongo, to do the rest of the tongo. episode stuff. Oh, yeah, there's more. But wait, you can follow us more. on Twitter at jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com. I'm gonna, I need to fucking, I'm just gonna delete that from my notes where I have the end of episode stuff because there's no reason to say it anymore because I don't fucking use it and it's pointless. What? Twitter.com. I, oh, I don't, fucking, I see I don't even I see post the saying. episodes yeah. on Tumblr yeah. anymore. Why would I? Yeah, Nobody yeah, fucking yeah. uses Tumblr. Yeah. If you use Tumblr, I'm sorry. I was wrong. I didn't know. Twitter.com slash jurgenit. God, that feels weird. Twitter.com slash jurgenit. Oh, God. Ugh. Why am I doing this five episodes before the podcast ends? You're breaking the habit tonight. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Jurgenit. I'm at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bradipus Rex. We have a Discord that you can join, uh, and you can watch us live blog the episode or whatever. Jordan posts pictures of his cat, Susie. Uh, you can find the Discord link on any of our episode posts. Uh, we have follow, a follow my new Twitter account, LIJ Faves, which asks, what if your fave was in Los Ingobernables de Japón? Sure. <laughs> uh, and you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenit, where $1 gets you access to all of our bonus content, our secret diary of Vasily Jurgen's readings, our circle jerk episodes, our fan fiction readings, our great high school exchange program episodes, where we talk about different high school teen movies. Next up is High School Musical 2. We just put Woo! out our Beastly episode a couple high weeks ago. High School Musical 3, you shit. Fool. Sorry, you fool. I meant High School Musical 3. Excuse me. Uh, $5 gets you a shout-out in the podcast, and you can send in a message that we will read in Ben Voice, ASMR optional. $10 gets you all that, plus you can uh, you get a super, super special Discord role that lets you listen to the episodes while we record them. Thank you to our $10 and $5 subscribers, Dr. B. Dandy, Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cabe, Tasty Sea Sponge, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. We appreciate you very much. Oh, Jordan, mm. I need to send you the Patreon money. I forgot. <sighs> Cha-ching! Cha-ching! Give that man his $7. Woo! Uh, all of our episodes can be found at secretlifepod.com. Uh, we are hosted on noisespace.xyz, a podcast network of podcasts in a network where you can find such podcasts in the network as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Fantastic Satisfaction. Ham Steak. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. Picking up something good. My Pod Cabbages. And many more. Uh, 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 the Wonder Yerks, I believe, is also coming coming to an end soon. I think they're I think My they're goodness. getting down to the final Animorphs books. That's amazing because I'm pretty sure that there's like one thousand of those books. Yeah. So well, congratulations, Wonder Yerks. Assuming I'm right that they are coming down to the end, <laughs> you you could be completely wrong. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, uh, ah! my pod cabbages is over. Yeah, you're just uh, I think like, they're done you're with the radish. Grim Reaper of podcasts. You're just like, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon dead. I heard Fantastic Satisfaction is canceled. No one was listening. Just kidding. I'm sure it's very good. I haven't listened to it yet because I had to listen to the first one and I want to listen. Uh, whatever. Hey. I will now list all of the podcasts on Noise Space that I have never listened to or that I have listened to and I don't like them. <laughs> I really don't like jerking it. 
It's a bad podcast. That's the only one. Yeah, that's the only one, and it sucks. The rest um, are all great. Don't listen to this. Don't listen to this. If you listen to this, oops. Uh, what do we say oh, at the God. end of the episode? Yikes, cringe. What do we say at the end of the episode? Not Besides, today. Yikes, cringe. Not today. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Bye. Get her done. Get her done. Watch Cars 3, Planes, movie. Watch the movie Planes. Watch Hercules. Brenda Vision. American Teenager is-